Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's Praising Wolves podcast. As always, Marina and I want to give a quick disclaimer. Neither Marina or myself are professional biologists, ecologists, or zoologists. We simply have a passion for wildlife and for wolves, and we have gained a lot of knowledge while working here at the Halliburton Forest Wolf Center. The subject of wolves is a very highly contested issue, and we do not speculate to have all of the correct answers. We simply want to share with you guys all of the things that we have learned from books, from research articles, from documentaries, and from wildlife researchers themselves. That being said, I hope you enjoy this podcast. Let's get into it. All right, welcome to episode three of the Halliburton Forest Wolf Center podcast. Today we are going to be broaching the topic of wolves in video games. Kind of a, a cool topic, um, certainly for any of you video game fanatics out there. It might automatically spark something in your brain of a wolf <laughs> you've seen in a video game somewhere. I know I'm kind of, kind of excited <laughs> for a few of the games we're talking about today anyways. Um, but before we get into that, a quick little what's happening with our wolves. Um, oh, we should introduce <laughs> ourselves again. We do this every episode. Uh, by the way, I'm Marina, in case you forgot who I am and you don't recognize my voice. And I'm Ada. <laughs> That's going to be awkward for the first, like, five episodes. That's okay. Awkward's fine. Awkward's we'll entertaining. Get into, we'll get into, like, a smooth transition into them eventually. Yeah. Slowly. One day. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> Next season. Next season, yeah, <laughs> season two. Yeah. Um, okay, so a very quick update on how the pack is doing. Pretty much the same. Um, not a lot of change going on. I mean, everybody still seems content, happy, enjoying the wintry weather, although it has been a very, very mild winter. I did notice that this year they are not as fluffy as I normally expect them to be this time of year. That may change. Might not. Yeah. It, has, it really hasn't been cold. We've, uh, the coldest we've had... There was one night that was like minus 19, so to not even get below minus 20 at all, yeah, that's a surprising. really mild winter because sometimes with wind chill, you might have something like minus 38, the yeah. odd night. Yeah, like the odd and night. not a lot of snow. We haven't had snow in no. like two weeks, yeah. probably, up here. It's a little bit moist and damp outside today. <sighs> a little moist. It is. It's just kind of that damp. Anyways, I, you can imagine like if you're wearing a wet hoodie, <laughs> like I don't know if you if you if you went for a walk in the rain, right. and you get home, you come inside, and you didn't realize you felt kind of wet. I imagine that's how the wolves feel when right. it's like a All little bit time. misty out. It's just kind of that like a little uncomfortable. Right. Or if you're like not quite yet sweating, <laughs> but you can feel that you're about to start sweating, like that kind of feeling. Right. That's what I'm picturing that right. the wolves feel like. So how are they doing? <laughs> They're doing good. I mean, everybody seems content with each other doesn't seem like anything much is changing i mean luna's still the boss everybody's still subordinate to her <laughs> yep um puppies are coming a little bit further out of their shell i think they're getting big too this Uriel yeah. looks big right now he's a big boy for sure i'm yeah. i'm curious to see what they look like like this time <clears throat> next year they're gonna be yeah in their like awkward teenage yeah yeah yeah, like, it's been interesting looking back at some of the old photos of Onyx and seeing his awkward teenage phase, and it's it's kind of funny, actually, <laughs> because he ended up being this beautiful, majestic creature. Um, but yeah, pack is good. Pack is good, howling as they do in the evenings, you know. And with Onyx being gone and trying to figure out who's going to be the next alpha male, I did notice yesterday, yeah, it was yesterday for the first time, usually Pepper and Piper just kind of like, 
coexist together and don't yeah. really like get in too much of any kind of like scuffle or I mean Piper never does but yeah Piper's <laughs> always just kind of like chilling on his own doing his thing but yesterday for the first time that I've ever seen uh I saw Piper walk up to Pepper and kind of like drop his head droop his tail under him a little bit kind of mm-hmm. cower his shoulders and Pepper just stayed like very upright and confident and it was kind of like a holy cow moment that maybe it is going to be Pepper that takes over and becomes that alpha male when the time comes. Things are certainly looking good for him. I mean, you know, we're always kind of expectant of that beta to step into that role, but you never know what's going to happen when the current Mm -hmm. alpha does pass because sometimes that alpha might be a very oppressive, very domineering sort of character and their absence can totally shift the dynamic of the pack. Or sometimes maybe it doesn't. Maybe they're a little bit more of a quiet leader and and their absence doesn't necessarily get noticed very much and it doesn't change the dynamic of the pack. So it's kind of interesting to see. I mean, we never really expect to see like an immediate like next day, week after kind of like crazy shift kind of happening. It, It is kind of a slow progress, you know, certainly their family is different. So it's going to take a while to figure out how the dynamic's going to be different. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. All right, so should we get right into We're gonna all dig of in. these video games? Yeah, for sure. We've got a, a whole list of games that are, are quite well-known. Most of these are quite well-known games that you may have heard of or maybe even played um, that are kind of in pop culture. And we're going to try and keep game. it, like, educational. <laughs> yeah. It's I Doing the research, it kind of started to get, like, really comedic and kind of funny. Like, we'll try and, like... Uh, correct some of the myths i guess of how they're portrayed in video games to make it educational exactly but it is also just going to be kind of a funny episode of like how wolves are portrayed in video games and all of the weird little things that video game creators decided to attribute to wolves so to start um let's get right into it i think we'll start with red dead do you know red dead is it based off of like Red Dead Redemption? Is that? I think it's a Are whole like realm? series. Yeah. Okay. I think it's like a series of. I, games. It sounds familiar. I've definitely not played it. I think there's like Red Dead Two, Red Dead Redemption. That makes sense. Red Dead. Something. Isn't that like a movie series too? Maybe. Listeners, you will definitely find out <laughs> that, especially myself, I do not really play video games really at all, except for like maybe Super Smash Bros. or Mario Kart when I'm like with yeah. my brothers at home. But I, I'm definitely a Nintendo kid, so if it's not in the Nintendo realm, I, yeah. good luck. So we apologize for <laughs> really being wrong about some things, but we'll do our best. <laughs> yeah, I would not I would not classify myself as a gamer by any means. No, me neither. But anyway, so Red Dead is like set in like the early 1900s, I found out, like okay. the 1911 time frame. Mm-hmm. There's this whole storyline that I didn't really dive too deep into, but um, essentially part of the game is you have to hunt. And when you hunt, you like can sell the pelts or the hides or uh, the game meat or whatever. Yep. Um, and in the game, I guess if you see a wolf, I was watching YouTube clips of all of these games. And if you see a wolf and it comes up with that little, like, info graphic on the side. Oh, kind of, like, about this animal. Yeah, yeah, So it'll say, like, yields a pelt, a heart, and big game meat used in crafting and cooking or can be sold. Use a bow with a poison arrow for a clean kill. Interesting. And that's, like, the little... Whoa, hold on a second. 
If it's saying you can get big game meat from it and you're shooting it with a poison arrow, are you not ruining the meat? I'm yeah. just thinking from like a hunting perspective. Yeah, that's here. an immediate flaw, I would think. Holy. <laughs> also, that was like a, a big miss. Also, the fact that um, I like, uh, so I started hunting a couple years ago. I really yeah. don't hunt at all anymore for, that's a whole other story. But when I started, I started with bow hunting. Yeah. And there is not a chance, I don't think, that you're going to be able to send an arrow through a wolf. You'd have to be really You have to get really way good. too close to be able to... You'd have to have, like, a mechanized crossbow or something like that and have, like, a proper bolt. But you'd also have to have absolutely deadly aim to get it in the right spot that that animal would actually drop. Because otherwise yeah. you're just pissing it off. And that's not yeah. going to go well. Or just to be in a situation to be, like... I mean, 50 yards away from a wolf with an arrow is a long way to go. Yeah. Like, if you're using a bow, like a compound bow or something, you're trying yeah. to get within, like, 20, 30 yards for, like, an ethical shot. Yeah. So that's kind of the first interesting <laughs> point of in Red Dead. Dear creators of Red Dead, I hope you're listening. Yeah, maybe... We have some pointers. Maybe recommend a rifle, <laughs> not a not an arrow. Do they... But is it, like... Because it's in that time frame that they don't have rifles? I'm I mean, sure. in that time frame, they did have black powder guns. Yeah. For sure. No, I watched YouTube videos of a guy getting attacked by a pack of wolves in the game, and he was using guns. Like, he pulled out a shotgun, then a rifle, then an arrow. So and was it wasn't like, working. No, he killed a bunch. But okay. that leads to an interesting point. So apparently they come in, like, waves. So that it starts with, like, smaller yeah. packs. But if you kill most of that wolves that are attacking you... More come. Then... I, I guess Whoa. they've respawned, and they've had people kill up to 60 wolves in, like, one go. Okay, well, that's a problem right there, too. <laughs> yeah. The chance that you were ever going to find a pack of 60 wolves is, like, beyond astronomical. Like, the largest recorded packs way up in the Arctic 40? were, like, 40, 42. Yeah. So, 60 is, like... That's huge. Completely Especially if you beyond. were to get attacked by a pack of wolves in any scenario. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be, like, here's the first three. Then the next well, three. Then and, the and next three. Two, if their pack members are dying, they're probably not going to keep coming at you. They're probably going to take off yeah. and try to preserve themselves. Exactly. But where's the, the question is, what's the location setting in this game as well? I think it's like the western United States slash Mexico. Yeah, so you're definitely not going to see pack sizes no. that large with no. Mexican wolves. I mean, Mexican wolves are very endangered at the moment as well. So uh, that's another issue right Educational there. Educational point. <laughs> Told you we'd get in some educational facts in there. Like, very, very endangered. Like, yes. you should find online petitions to help save them because they need help. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so um, they're also not afraid of gunshots in that game. But mm. if it's a lone wolf, they're afraid of gunshots. And if it's a lone wolf, they'll probably just bite you and then run away. And they're pretty timid. That's so strange. Which is really odd to think of a wolf just running up to someone, giving you a little nip, and then heading off back into the forest. Okay, side tangent on that note. Um, so years ago, um, one of our kind of like founding family members had a uh, wolf dog hybrid, and his name was Rocky. And you could tell he was not a dog. He was he was <laughs> something not doggy. And um, I was told a story that in the kennel, when there was new staff that first came in, he would actually come up and give them a little nip on the butt to kind of test them out uh. and see how they would respond to him. Um, so it's kind of interesting hearing that in this game, if it's by itself, it would like bite and then run away. Because like that sounds kind of like what I was told Rocky did, that he would kind of test them. Now, he never did this to me, fortunately, but I think it was just because I was like 
I don't know what you are, but I respect the crap out of you. <laughs> <laughs> you have your space, yeah. I have mine. Let's keep it that way. Yeah. But but that's what I was told he did, and that was kind of his way of finding out how far he could go with that person and like what the ranking was between them. He needed to know. That was the wolfy side of him needed to know where that person stood compared to him. Yeah, yeah. Right? So kind of interesting. I mean, I guess that is not completely inaccurate, but the chance that a lone wolf is just going to run up to a human to begin with. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that I don't really, it's not impossible in nature. Nothing's impossible in nature. I just don't <laughs> see it as being very likely. Right. They, it was interesting in this game. I was like reading articles online of the wolves in the game. And yeah. they say that on average, the wolves are about four and a half feet long and 75 to a hundred pounds. Only four and a half feet. Yeah. Like head to tip of the tail or not including the tail. I think that was talking to the tail. That's kind of short, isn't it? To be that weight? But, like, the weight range was fairly accurate. The, the weight range is accurate, but for that length? That's maybe, like a chunky wolf. <laughs> maybe they're talking nose to butt, not to tail. Yeah, because the tail is like an extra foot, foot, foot and, and a half. half. And if you're if you're saying only four and a half feet and it's 75 to 100 pounds, whoo! That's yeah, either a very yeah. muscular or a kind <laughs> of overweight wolf. Yeah, maybe it's just a lot of fat wolves and red dead. Maybe that's their thing. <laughs> could be i mean well that would make it even harder to kill with a bow yeah that's true that's well, a thick piece of animal. so we've established that the portrayal of wolves in red dead is not not Fully accurate. accurate no it, although, could, it could use some research <laughs> although that they do feed in the game they feed on uh bighorn sheep elk deer buffalo coyote okay that's so, fair like, that's pretty they that's got the diet bad. part yeah yeah they got okay. it down that's fine <laughs> That's agreeable. Right. We'll move on from Red Dead. We'll get into Skyrim, maybe. Skyrim. So. I've watched my sister play Skyrim before. I haven't actually played it myself. I, I know very know. little about it. I don't know anything. Well, now I do. I know it's kind of like an open world concept kind of game. Yes. That's all I know. You're correct. That's it. I know there's weapons. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, can craft stuff. It's that stuff. one odd video game that has weapons in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's only one. <laughs> yeah. So they have... Uh, three species of wolves, Ooh. supposedly, huh. which I don't know if this is something that I read that like someone has uh, assumed from the game, but apparently okay. there's like three wolves that show up and they classify them as species. I don't know if it's just like the three wolves that happen to like different pop colors up. or different. Yeah, so okay. the first one is the ice wolf. Okay. Second one is the pit wolf, and pit? The, and the third one is the alpha wolf, which is like okay. Well, that's not a species. Yeah, you that's... can't see my face, but my eye's twitching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew that one would kind of bug you a bit. Uh... And the alpha wolf is supposed to be, like, the bigger and stronger of the rest of the species of wolves. Yeah. I mean, so we're, we're playing into the <clears throat> the kind of, like, I don't know how to phrase <laughs> what I'm trying to say, but, you know, al the alphas are typically classified as or expected to be bigger, larger, stronger, faster meaner right. whatever so okay but that part but okay. to have it as its own wait so the problem with that is typically an alpha when we're talking about wolves is the breeding animal so you can't have a pack of breeding animals that doesn't then they're not just the breeding animal anymore because they're all breeding and then that just doesn't make any then sense at all wolves then they're just wolves and then there would have to be an alpha well not have to be but technically it just 
It just doesn't make sense. Anyways, so that's the three species. What is the pit wolf? This is this terminal. This is I'm interested in that. I don't know. I think the ice wolf was kind of like lighter in color and had blue eyes, and they have like different kind of demeanors to them or like levels Uh, of hostility. I think. Interesting. Um, but they won't attack unless you get too close to them, and okay, that's reasonable. So, yeah, that seems about right. And I think you'll hear their howls before you'd actually see any of them. Okay. Um, They're either in single wolves or in packs of up to three. Um, Okay. Let's see what else I got here. Um, Oh, yeah, this was really interesting. So basically they're found, like, everywhere in the game, but there's this one uh, community, I guess, called, like, the... They're, like, the indigenous Skal Skal people, S-K-A-A-L. Okay. Um... So they're, like, socially and culturally different from, like, everyone else. I think they're called Nords in the game. Okay. And they have, like, this own way of living that's, like, they, the god that they worship, or he, or the god that they follow, basically, uh, you don't die, you just are reincarnated. So, like, life is very precious, and death is just, like, a transition into the next life. Okay. And so that they really... Uh, value life in general so they don't like hunt often they only hunt out of necessity and they value life Mm. in general so apparently there's like tons of wolves in that that area but not in other places because they don't kill them and they know they're safe there yeah huh which is really interesting but i imagine there'd be like tons of other wildlife that are in the game as well like it probably isn't just the wolves that are abundant there no i would yeah you think it would be like most wildlife would be like it'd just be like Wait, what? Sorry, which Disney movie am I thinking of? Is it Snow White, where it, the birds all fly in and do her hair and whatever? Is it that one? I think I think that happens in multiple Disney. It definitely happens movies. in Cinderella. All the little mice. I think it's Snow White and Cinderella. It's probably all of them. Yeah. But it's kind of like I'm thinking like a Disney princess movie, you know, where all the wildlife are smiling and happy, and some of them can talk to you, kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how you'd imagine that little community. community. Yeah, yeah. If it was a Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, except it's Skyrim, so yeah. it's not quite Disney. <laughs> not quite Disney. Um, but you can also, this was really interesting, I think it's like a, I don't know if it's like a hack, I saw a YouTube video and it's called a mod, a modification in the game. Uh. But you can basically create a wolf follower, so if you find a pup after the mom has been killed and you feed it, you can basically like train it almost to like... Your be your companion oh. and it'll like grow up through its whole all the stages and then it can like hunt for you or if you like uh if you already hunted an animal it can go like retrieve that carcass for you hmm. and like do all of these Re- different things retri- a wolf retrieving something without eating it that's that's funny. yeah <laughs> that's funny <laughs> go grab that elk there was actually a video of a wolf in that game running down like a hillside grabbing an elk and like bringing it back to the guy Interesting. It's like I don't think that wolf would do that. I mean, it's kind of interesting because it kind of kind of pokes at the way that wolves slowly transitioned into like domestic animals and then continue to descend into yeah. all the species we Find know today as, as dogs. Like, I mean, it started somehow like this, you know, with humans feeding wolves and yeah. interacting yeah. with them, and that. So, I mean, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, that's kind of like a really brief, odd background into like how domestic dogs mm-hmm. kind of started to evolve, yeah. in a sense. Because I assume in that game there aren't 
domestic dogs. Like, people no. don't have dog pets. No. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder if Skyrim is supposed to be, I don't know. It's kind of a fantasy world, and I don't know much about it, but maybe yeah. it's supposed it's to be, certainly... like, way, way, way back yeah. in time. It's not modern, that's for sure. There's, like... Or just a parallel universe where domestic dogs don't exist. So they're, like, Whoa. delayed in time in that regard, but not in other things. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> it's a whole other world. Interesting. Okay, you... Don't, don't ever take that as advice to, like, go find an abandoned wolf pup yeah, and think you can raise it. Don't do that. That's a bad idea. Yeah. Let, let wildlife take care of itself. I, it might be sad, but that is what nature is. Or, you know, if you're the one that, like, hit the mom with your car, maybe contact, like, a certified wildlife rescue that knows yeah, don't what give to that, do. Yeah, <laughs> don't give that wolf pup some triscuits and put it in your minivan. Just, no. Just uh, call someone, maybe. Bad plan, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Get let's, help. <laughs> let's, uh, do you want to talk about your uh, your realm of yeah. knowledge? Yeah. Yeah, so a couple games I want to chat about just because I love the whole Legend of Zelda series. I grew up on it on N64 and GameCube and Wii and all the different systems. Um, so wolves do appear through a number of the games in the Legend of Zelda series, but there, there's kind of, um, there's two kind of like minor appearance ones that I'll mention, but then there's kind of the more major one. So in a couple of the games, um, it's kind of a common thing to have the end of a day signaled by a wolf howl. Um, so knowing that we're transitioning from a period of lightness to a period of darkness um, with a wolf howling and then they would have a rooster kind of in the morning to signal day. So just kind of interesting that a wolf howling is associated with night, which is not incorrect. I mean, wolves do typically howl mostly between dusk and dawn. Yeah, most times that me and Taylor, my girlfriend, because we're living in the wolf center, most nights around dinner time or like when we're hanging out watching Netflix, we'll like pause the show because all the, the pack them. will start howling. Yeah, and it doesn't happen much during the day. Not that they don't ever howl during the day. It's just very rare compared to how much they howl at night. Yeah, yeah. Um, so kind of interesting, and, th and that does happen in a number of the games, but specifically Ocarina of Time is a really good example of that one. Um, Breath of the Wild, uh, kind of an interesting thing. There's a lot of different wild animals in that game. Um, specifically in that game, there are packs of wolves, but usually you'll see, you know, one first, and then suddenly three, four, five more kind of pop out of the snow or pop out of the grass kind of thing, <laughs> um, and they'll kind of go after you as a pack. But sometimes, too, you'll kind of hear them howl before you get to where they are, or kind of that first one that you see howls, and then that's when the other ones pop up. Um, and you can hunt and kill them if you want to um, in that game as well. Um, but that does kind of speak to, like, pack behavior a little bit. I'm not going to say that's overly accurate, but, <laughs> I mean, it's a wolfy appearance. It's great. The kind of big one for the Legend of Zelda series is Twilight Princess. Um, you actually play through half of the game as a wolf. And basically the concept within this game is that... Um, Oh, how do I even explain this? Anyways, for part of the game, you're in kind of like a twilight zone that's kind of taken over the lightness of the land. You're thrust into this twilight zone and being this special, um, you know, kind of chosen one that you are, instead of turning into this like weird creature in the twilight zone, um, you become a wolf and you're able to, um, you know, sniff a scent and then track that scent and remember that scent um, to help you find certain items or characters or things like this throughout the game. Um, 
you know, you you dig to be able to, like, get into someone's house if they have, like, a <laughs> hole at the back of the house or, um, you know, you're able to howl, you're able to, you know, jump and dig and all these other different things. So it's really interesting to play as a wolf and it's kind of like a double-edged sword in this game because in one sense it's showing the wolf in the twilight zone, in the darkness, as this creature of the night, but in the other sense it's playing the hero. Yeah. The wolf is is the hero. The hero becomes the wolf and without the wolf or kind of the inner beast, I guess, it, they wouldn't recover to lightness and eventually as you get through the game you're actually able to switch back and forth between the two. Yeah. Most of the game you don't have a choice. It, it, you know, in one part of the game you have to be wolf once you get through that sequence and you're back to human and back and forth. Um but it's kind of interesting that that's incorporated in if you really dig into to kind of the themes of that of mm-hmm. it being like the inner wolf and there's so many cultures in which wolves are thought of as like strength and yeah you know resilience and all this sort of thing and and are actually really well praised um for this sort of thing or thought thought highly of yeah it's cool in that game because they are like the main character and yeah. hero as opposed to like i don't know a, a lot of the other games where they're kind of yeah. like uh associated with evil and and darkness and totally. scary and, and you have to hunt them or you have to kill them exactly. or they're a predator and this one kind of hits both like yeah okay wolves are a creature of darkness and and typically thought of alongside night but they're also awesome yeah, <laughs> and <yeah. laughs> the heroes in this particular case and now that i'm talking about this i really want to go home and play it again but i've actually <laughs> played that game through a number of times because i thought it was such a cool concept and i enjoyed being able to play in this different way as the wolf um and the different abilities you have as the wolf other than just like a regular dude running around with a sword yeah kind yeah. of situation you know so it's a really interesting gameplay so you haven't heard of okami I have not heard of Okami. Uh, I feel like after I'm gonna save that one for last, but I feel like okay. once I tell you about that, you're gonna like go you play buy it, it and what play it. What system is it on? I think it started PS2. Okay. And it was on uh, the Wii, and I think it's on the it's Switch on now. Okay, that's fine. I have one of those. <laughs> nice. You'll probably end up getting it after yeah. this because they've compared it a lot to like all of the Legend of Zelda stuff uh, in terms of like the same like style story of lines. play and interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, yeah, let's move on to World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. This is an interesting one. I haven't played World of Warcraft specifically, but I've played... Oh, shoot, what is it even called? It's in the realm of World of Warcraft. I can't help you. Uh, I don't remember. You're on your own on that. <laughs> I don't know. When I was in university and I was, like, bored in between classes, one of my friends kind of got me into it. Right. Oh, uh, Wolf shoot. Quest too. We need to talk about. Oh Wolf yeah, Quest. let's go back to Wolf Quest. Wolf Quest is a is a PC game. Um, originally, kind of, I don't know if Minnesota Zoo created the game or if they just had it on their website, but that's where we found out about it here. <laughs> really? Um, maybe some of you who've come to visit the Wolf Center remember that we have a little kind of old school computer setup that you could play a little wolf game on. That's Wolf Quest. Um, and they've had different versions of it throughout the years, but the most recent version is kind of awesome. Um, so I haven't actually played it, but I have <laughs> talked extensively about it with one of our former staff members, Dana, um, who has kind of given me insight into this whole realm of it. But basically over the years, they've actually put in the research to 
um, get more accurate and more variation in coat colors. In you play as a wolf in the game, though. Yeah, right? you're you, you are, are a wolf, and all yeah. the characters are wolves. Is all it like a, a world of only wolves? No, there's like other animals. Okay. Like there's okay. like elk and bears, and okay. it's all animals though. It's just animals. no people. No people. Oh, interesting. And there's no there's not really a storyline. It's kind of just like you play it. You just it. do it. Yeah. It's like Sims but for the wolf. premise of it is you are a wolf. You have to eat to survive, and it offers kind of two different modes depending on whether you start as a female wolf or a male wolf. Um, you can play a version where you're just kind of like hunting around to survive, but then generally you have to find your mate. Oh, The point is finding a mate, reproducing, having offspring, and in this newer version, each of the offspring actually has their own personality and behave differently. So there's different behaviors that they've created. Like Dana was telling me, like one of them just like wouldn't listen to the parents at all. Was, <laughs> she's like, I don't, I don't even know how I'm going to keep this one alive because it just keeps going off on its own and doing all this other stuff. And you actually have to try as the parent wolf to feed your pups and keep your puppies alive and look after them. And you can like set for, you know, another member or I guess the dad or the mom or the other one that you aren't playing as to kind of look after them and then you have to teach them how to hunt and all these sorts of things like you're kind of like raising your own little wolf family and when you get to the end of the game you have the option to take over as one of your puppies which is Uh, really cool and kind of play through again as one of your puppies so kind of I, I think of the examples we've talked of so far um, Wolf Quest has made a concerted effort to be accurate in right. their depiction of wolves, um, in hunting, in their lives, in their appearances, yeah. and all this sort of thing. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see, and, and that's kind of part of why we've always had it on the computer that people can play it and kind of maybe if you experience a little bit of how a wolf lives from their perspective, get a different, get a different point of view. Yeah, a different understanding <laughs> or a different appreciation of, of wolves. It's kind of an interesting yeah, game. Yeah, that's really cool. I kind of want to play it. <laughs> yeah, it, and it's like an easy one. I think you can still download it from the Minnesota Zoo website, I believe. But you can probably just search both quests online as well. Yeah, as yeah. far as I know, it's a free game. Um, so if you're looking for something to do while we're in this lockdown, <laughs> wolf you know, quest. wolf quest, give it a go. Maybe <clears throat> teach you a little bit about wolves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, an interesting. And kind of maybe refreshing take on wolves in video games. Yeah? Yeah. Here's a completely different take of wolves in video oh, games. Oh, no. World of Warcraft. They have... Okay, this is the only... I don't know how you would uh, describe this, but you know when you're, like, picking your cart in Mario Kart? Yeah. They have, like, the speed, acceleration, yeah. whatever, like, all of, like, the traits that you can pick? Yeah. So for wolves, there was, like, a little graphic that I found while I was looking this up, and some of the, like traits i guess you would say for the wolves yeah was uh predator's thirst primal rage furious bite and growl what it's like holy moly so they're setting the stage i'm not even sure i understand what half of that means (laughs) yeah so that's like how you start off uh uh i don't know understanding what the wolves are going to be like in the game and then they have a bunch of different species which are kind of close there's a timber wolf. Okay. So that one's all right. Fair enough. There's a giant wolf, which not necessarily a species, but it's big, I guess. Okay. There's a dire wolf. Okay, fair. Uh, there's a frost wolf. Oh, on the note of dire wolf, I recently read an article that suggests that dire wolves aren't actually wolves, but they're like a different species of canine oh, altogether. Really? Like this just came out within the last few weeks. I didn't read through the full article, but they were trying to suggest that it was like a totally different 
canid because of how different the size was. That Whoa. it wasn't actually wolf. Holy shit. That's yeah. cool. That's really cool. So I gotta dig more into that. Yo, Anyways, back to World of Warcraft. Actually, another tangent off of that tangent. Yeah. Um, apparently, this, I, I think I was on social media, so take this as it is. Yeah. But apparently researchers, I can't remember where it was even now, found uh, worms that were Ooh. like, uh, I guess solidified or frozen. They were frozen. Mm. They're definitely frozen. And they brought them back to life. Ooh. And they were up, one of them was like 30,000 years old and the other was over ah. 40,000 years old. Wow. Isn't that insane? And then someone wow. commented, like, this is not the year. Please refreeze them. Like, we don't need that <laughs> right now. <laughs> Attack of the killer worm. Yeah, I'm picturing, yeah. like, alien versus predator style stuff going on right now. Yeah, I'm going to have nightmares. Anyways, back to World of Warcraft. <laughs> um, okay, so then there's also the giant frost species and the dire frost species. So interesting, weird, Recurring random. theme of, like, icy-related wolves yeah, across yeah. several games here. I know, right? Huh. So, um, where do I want to start with World of Warcraft? So, they're territorial. They have a keen sense of smell. They attacked, but only if they're, like, approached too closely. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a weird fact that I found that there's a wolf called a smoky direwolf, and huh. it resides in the north. This is a straight quote from the internet. It resides, <laughs> it resides in the north and hates weddings. <laughs> Hate, hates weddings yes. specifically. It had a troublesome relationship experience, I guess. I guess so. Left at the altar, poor fella. Yeah, so World of Warcraft has an interesting take on wolves, apparently. Anyways, they also have um, relationships with orcs in the game. So orcs are like the big... Yeah. I don't know how you define an orc besides just calling it an orc. I would just call it like a deformed elf, maybe. But like <laughs> massive. Like, okay, like giant gooey deformed elves <laughs> so i'm picturing sure. lord of the rings i'm picturing right. lord of the rings like that's what they look like to me like dirty yeah just google world of warcraft orcs and wolves and you'll you'll get the right picture but so the orcs like really respect the wolves in the game huh. and they can tame the wolves like the orcs will tame the wolves <gasps> and they'll have them as like companions or guards and they'll ride the wolves into battle. Okay, okay. Definitely pulling this back to Lord of the Rings, but more specifically okay. <laughs> The Hobbit, because does that not exactly happen in The Hobbit? Do the orcs not ride the wolves and, like, corner them? Actually? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a thing guy. that happens. They, like, summon these giant wolves. Whoa. And they're, like, riding the wolves to try and corner them, and then the eagles come and save them off that cliff. Uh, I, I believe that is what happens. <laughs> I might be really wrong, but this is what's triggering in my memory right now, is that the orcs... We need a third person on this podcast that knows more about Lord of the Rings and video games. Yeah. <laughs> Hit us up with some comments. Yeah, yeah. please comment on <laughs> Correct this Correct our, our imperfect knowledge, There's please. probably so much that's wrong. I'm going to go home and watch The Hobbit now, too. i got to play through Twilight Princess yeah. again, and i got to watch <laughs> The Hobbit again now. It's that lockdown Given Giving life. myself homework. Yeah, lockdown life. Um, and apparently the orcs will breed them for size and stamina, and they'll give them armor for when they're riding into battle. Ooh, battle wolf. Which sounds crazy. And they look mean. When you see pictures of them, they look massive and mean. I mean... But they're riding... The wolves are carrying orcs into battle. These are big wolves I in mean, the game. I mean, wolves are really... I mean, 
physiologically are not built to have weight on the center of their body. No, not like, all. I don't think I could ride a wolf comfortably, let alone an orc. I don't think the wolf could be comfortably ridden. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, a horse is very different. Yeah, because they're, you know? yeah, they're built for that. Their legs are a heck of a lot longer. The, the ratio of space between their front and rear legs is very different from that of a wolf. Like, wolves are long. And there's a lot of space between the front and the back legs. <laughs> They're drooping. You would really hurt their backs doing something like I mean Don't ride a wolf. I'm also just picturing like a little kid sitting on their own like pet dog at home and trying to ride it. I mean if you have like a Bernese mountain dog or something and it's like a little one year old baby, maybe that's fine. But not an adult. No. That no, no, no. that wouldn't go. No, no, no. But on this note of the size of wolves, apparently in the game there's a larger cousin of the wolf and they call them wargs. Is it like a wolf-orc hybrid? Oh, I don't know. I hope not. That makes it really <laughs> weird. <laughs> I mean, it kind of sounds like they're trying to mix wolf and orc by saying warg. Uh, I don't really like that. Now the whole, it's a tainted relationship with orcs and wolves now. It's a little bit too close of a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. And apparently some of the orcs and shamans can speak to the wolves and summon them, oh. and they serve a giant wolf spirit. Interesting. Yes. Right? Hmm. <laughs> a giant wolf spirit. So World of Warcraft, interesting take on wolves and relationships between orcs and wolves. Hmm. And wargs. I don't know what a warg is, but maybe that's like the Bigfoot that we should have been looking for this whole time. Could There's be. actually wargs out there somewhere that it's... are like elephant-sized wolves. Whoa. Imagine. That's Whoa. a scary thought. Hey, like in the movie Rampage. Yeah, I don't know that Have one either. Have you seen either. Rampage? No. No, okay. Well, I don't know. There's like some space mission and some particle comes back and it hits like a, a monkey, a wolf, and uh, an alligator or something like this. And they get super sized Whoa. and super mean. I think there's one other animal too. Oh, I want to watch that. I don't know. But basically the ape is like friends with one of the people at the zoo and they're able to somehow like communicate with him still and like back him out of his rage and get him to help defeat the other ginormous creatures what yeah that's super but weird. like there's a whole scene with this giant wolf just like snatching people out of the forest and like just totally demolishing them <laughs> that sounds intense i literally I only watched watch that movie because i wanted to see how they depicted the giant wolf i didn't care about the movie itself i just wanted to see and what were your thoughts what was your critique I mean, they made all of the animals in that situation pretty nasty, so... <laughs> right, right. I, I think it was just kind of a Godzilla situation. Right, right. Yeah, but like a new take on Godzilla with more variations. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, that was that was kind of my impression of it. All right, let's get to Minecraft. Minecraft. Okay, so... Popular amongst the youngish children... Yeah, I never really, adult. like, understood Minecraft. I'm starting to get it a little more. I know yeah. that there's, it's giant pixels and you're building stuff and there's yeah, adventures. Yeah, I, I have a hard time with... Comprehending it? No, with just poor graphics in general. I have a hard time with black and white movies, too. Oh, I, don't, I just, I have a hard time. I, I, <laughs> I can't get into it. It's a good thing you're living in this point of history, then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if it was ages ago, I would have been fine. But right, right, right. knowing we can have this and looking at this is... It's like, why would we watch that? Yeah. Right. Okay, so basically wolves are found in a lot of different places in Minecraft. They actually, when I was looking it up, they say like forests and taigas and snowy taigas. So they're listing like okay. actual biomes. That's cool. Which is kind of interesting. Um, 
So basically, there's like three uh, behaviors slash appearances that you can encounter wolves in the game. Yeah. So the first one is just wild wolves, and they're like neutral towards people. They hunt rabbit, foxes, sheep, and skeletons, which yeah. is a weird one. And baby turtles. They hunt skeletons? Yeah, I think skeletons. And skelet baby turtles? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So skeletons are like uh, specific, I think, to Minecraft. I think that's okay. like a thing in Minecraft. There's Fair. like weird little skeleton things running around. Yeah. But baby turtles, which I don't know why they decided to include that. Yeah, so story with baby turtles. I think it's coming. And why I'm like stuck on the baby turtle thing. Um, years ago, before the whole fence cutting thing happened here at the Wolf Center, and before we had to put that extra like divider fence in. Yeah. There used to be a snapping turtle that lived down at the pond. Oh. And once in a while, the snapping turtle would make its way up the hill to the observation area, no and way. they were terrified of this thing. Really? Yeah, it'd just be, like, crawling around, and they did not know what to do with themselves. No they way. They were totally terrorized by this snapping turtle. That's so funny. Yeah, like, this was years and years ago, but... That's So, hilarious. for them to say that wolves are eating baby turtles, I mean... Maybe. Maybe, but, like... <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm just thinking, if they were terrorized by a snapping turtle, I mean, maybe, like, a painted turtle. Yeah. Or, like, another kind of more <laughs> passive type of turtle. They eat but passive turtles. Passive turtles. I guess yeah. a baby turtle. But a baby snapping turtle can still... Snap. Oh, yeah. And, like, get a pretty good chunk out of you. Like, you don't want to yeah. mess with a yeah. snapping turtle. Okay. Unless you really know what you're doing. <laughs> so... They also, the wild wolves, they eat baby turtles. That's part of their thing. Yeah. But they also will, <laughs> this made me laugh. This was probably the funniest thing of everything that I found. They avoid llamas unless the llama spits on them and then they'll attack it. So if the llama <laughs> upsets them. Yeah. If the llama spits in the them. face of the wolf, they're all <laughs> over that llama. But if it doesn't spit in them, hey, they're chill. They're, they're buddies. They just it's like fine. don't bother with them yeah. at all. But they also have just, like, a relaxed, drooping tail. So in terms of, like, uh, they're just, like, oh. neutral towards the player. They just kind of, like, are off in the distance they're doing their there. thing. They eat rabbits and foxes. And baby turtles. Keep the skeletons and turtles <laughs> aside. And they have a drooping tail. Okay, so that's wild wolves in the game. Then you can have angry Whoa. wolves. That's, like, number two. So okay. angry wolves are constantly growling, which must be exhausting, all the time. They're growling all the time. You'd be having to drink a heck of a lot of water. Your throat yeah. would be very yeah. sore. Like, if you've <laughs> ever tried to growl... Try growling for it's, it's two minutes. Oh, my God. More than, like, five seconds. <laughs> it's hard. You start choking. Yeah. Okay. These angry wolves, they're constantly growling. Their tails are straight out. Their eyes are blood red. Their mouth is raised and snarling. And they cannot be leashed, which is important. <laughs> they cannot be leashed. Yes. So, on that note, then there's tamed wolves. So, in the game, if you feed, if you feed bones to a wolf, then a collar appears on the wolf, and it becomes a tamed wolf. This is not accurate. Definitely, if you encounter a wolf, don't try and feed it. And if you do feed it, well, don't feed it. Yeah. But if it was fed by a person, there's not a collar that's going to appear on it, and it's not just going to be your buddy all of a sudden. No, certainly That's kind not. of a date, especially for, like, this is, Minecraft is definitely directed towards, like, a younger crowd. For sure Thinking it about is. it now, it's kind of really uh, not the best idea to show 
kids that if you feed a wild wolf that it will become your or, pet or any wild animal yeah really yeah that is not how we respect wildlife yeah no so Ew. tamed wolves are like always passive they don't attack they don't eat normal prey they just eat skeletons yeah which is odd um but you can like make them sit and stay so that's part of the game so they have wild wolves angry wolves and tamed wolves yeah and they become tamed if you feed them and fun fact there's killer rabbits that attack wolves in the game so that gives you a good idea that like not necessarily that would have to be like <laughs> a, a very rabid yeah rabbit and to a, go after a wolf and a big rabbit that'd be crazy imagine seeing a rabbit attack a wolf a killer rabbit wow i feel like i'm imagining I mean, like a kangaroo sized rabbit with like i'm just thinking of that arms. like question that people ask they're like would you rather <laughs> be attacked by one horse-sized duck <laughs> or 40, 40 duck-sized horses. And that's, I, I don't know, that just popped into my head and I'm thinking like... I feel like a horse. A horse-sized rabbit. <laughs> a horse-sized rabbit. No, thanks. I think I'd take the 40 horses. Small ones. The, yeah, the little ones. I mean, you could use some could form of a, weapon. A whack versus like one giant thing. Because they can't be... bite you. They're just going to try and kick you. But if they're that small, are they really going to hurt that bad? I feel like you could just boot them. I mean, if they all got you at the same time. That's true. And it was like a like a football tackle <laughs> sort of situation. Okay, let's get back on track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so the last game, this is my definite favorite after going through all of these, and I feel like you'll probably decide to go play it after this. Okay. Okay, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce the names properly, but it's called Okami. Okami? Okami. O-K-A-M-I. So, basically, it's based it's set in like classical japan it's based on japanese mythology and folklore and basically there was the story is that there was a curse put on the land and uh the main character uh how do i pronounce this amaterasu amaterasu i'm gonna say amaterasu i think that's right that sounds about right so amaterasu is the main character she is called upon to remove the curse and restore the land back to the normal state. Huh. So she's referred to as either Amaterasu or Okami Amaterasu, and that uh, she's depicted as a white wolf. And mm. so Amaterasu is essentially um, the goddess of the sun or the mother of all. Wow. Yeah, so I guess in I was looking up like Japanese mythology in general and like her kind of backstory which is really interesting if you ever have a second you should look up Japanese mythology and the whole uh, everything around Amaterasu so you are this white wolf yeah. who you're basically the reincarnated Amaterasu who's like the goddess of the sun you're coming to go on all these adventures to basically lift the curse that was on the land and restore the land back to its normal original state so, your, like, main weapon or your main thing is you have a celestial brush that you use throughout the game to, like, do all kinds of things, including, like, uh, you can, like, slash your enemies or, like, kill your enemies with it. With a brush? Yeah. you Basically, like, <laughs> if you see your enemy, it's like you pause the game and a canvas shows up, basically, and you can, oh. like, put a slash through it. It's like a painting kind of? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's kind of interesting. But then, but it 
you can use it to like rejuvenate plants or to like repair bridges or like create new elements in the game. Oh, I see. So it's kind of like a creationist type thing. Like you, you're creating with this brush what you want reality to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But when you think about it, I'm gonna get to like the philosophical part in a second. But basically, like, like I watched a YouTube video of this wolf going through, and comes up to like uh, a river or like a lake. And then can't get across it, so then uses the brush to, like, draw lily pads and then runs across the lily pads. And then those lily pads ah. stay there. So it's, like, it's bringing life back to the landscape. Interesting. So then as it gets closer towards the end of the game, and it's, like, basically bringing life to this world, to this landscape throughout the game, and then you get to the end and you have this final battle and throughout this game also you have kind of a sidekick named... Isun, like I S S U N, Isun, 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 um, which is basically a little inch tall wandering artist who's really arrogant and is trying to learn how to use the celestial brush techniques. So he's accompanying uh, Amaterasu throughout the game and like refers to her, like refers to the wolf as either Amy or Furball, and he's supposed to just be Furball. like a guide or like a dialogue proxy and just some comic relief in the game also yeah. um but his character ends up growing and he becomes like a good friend and like inspiration and eventually the savior of this wolf oh so he is like a little man artist okay yeah. um so then in the final battle i don't know if this is like a spoiler alert if you haven't played the game but in the final battle um the like last boss is called yammy like Y-A-M-I and they're kind of like that evil being yeah. that you have to defeat at the end of the game yeah. and I this little sidekick basically in that final battle uh, Amater Amaterasu is defeated to the point where she has like no strength left yeah. and like all of her weapons and stuff are kind of gone and she's just like a basic white wolf Yeah. and then this uh, little sidekick I um, encourages all of like the people or creatures I guess that they've helped along their entire journey to send their thoughts to Amaterasu like the wolf and it causes her to regain her powers and defeat this main final evil boss huh. and then I was just like as I was reading that I was like oh my god this game is the best thing ever because the wolf it's well first it's the goddess of the sun and there's a curse on the land she comes down to Whoa, remove the I curse see where you're going here. restore the it. land back to the normal state Whoa. throughout the journey you're creating life restoring the balance to Whoa. that system I and then towards the end yep. you <laughs> you are defeating evil and man who i'm a, i'm like uh projecting that Isun, this little sidekick is like man, like humankind in general. Yeah. It's not the main character throughout this whole game. He's wow. the sidekick. And then as you get to the end of the game, he rallies everyone together and says, guys, this wolf is gonna die. We need to group together to save this wolf. That's cool. And then that wolf being present back on this landscape saves everything and lifts evil and brings light back to the landscape. So basically what we're seeing with this game is 
very much what we discussed in our last last yeah, podcast exactly. with with wolves not being present from the landscape and then coming back to the landscape and bringing life back to the landscape with it. Bringing plants back, bringing vegetation And then you back. have this added character of kind of the man, as you said, who has the ability to kind of rally and say, hey, we need to help in this situation because otherwise, without our help, She's gonna this die. is the end of it. Yeah. And if it's the end of the wolf, then all of this amazing stuff that it brought along with it is gone too. Yeah. Wow. And... That's cool. And... In the final battle, so Yami, um, it's it was kind of weird reading it. Apparently, Yami resembles a small fish inside a huge sphere. Okay, which is kind of like abstract. Yeah. But um, at one point in the final battle, a huge clawed hand, which was supposed to demonstrate the evil that comes from human hands, yeah. comes down from that being to like attack. So yeah, it's fish. like humankind you have the good in like the, the sidekick and isan and then you have the bad in this like yami in the final battle which is like the darkness and the destructive so you have like force. the destructive force of humans and the good force of humans and it's like you come down to this final battle of, of like which one's going to be more are, powerful what are we going to choose to do are we going to follow group together yeah. and decide we need to save this wolf because they're bringing light yeah. the goddess of the sun the goddess of sunlight back to the landscape, or are you gonna let that wolf die and yeah, let evil take over? And carry on this destructive path. That's really interesting. I mean, a lot of Japanese culture speaks very, very well to what is going on in our societies today. Not that I am an expert in any means, but that's really cool, especially in, yeah. in following to our last podcast and, and what we discussed. This really. Looking at it from the whole system's yeah, like perspective. Yeah, somebody, somebody just playing through this game maybe wouldn't pick up on all these kind of, like, things that we've touched on here. Yeah, maybe not go quite into that depth. Subtleties. But when you do really dig into it and look at it, what a great lesson that teaches. Right? You know, whether somebody actually interprets it at that depth or not, even as a subconscious me message, that's a pretty powerful, pretty powerful image. And, and realistically... An accurate message too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like like going through all of these games, it's it was really interesting, but yeah. that one really like Hit struck you. a chord. And mm -hmm. I know I like I do it often that I dive into things very philosophically and try to find like bigger, deeper meanings in things. Yeah. But that one seemed pretty clear. Straightforward and apparent and very cool, very interesting. Yeah. And I feel like that's a good spot to... To kind of end to it. To end it. Yeah. Wolves are important. Wow. Wolves are important. They bring light. They bring life. Let's keep them. Exactly. When the time comes, we will band together. I hope so. And keep the wolves around. <laughs> for sure. <It laughs> Interesting. Well, I mean, hopefully, hopefully everyone listening today has maybe uh, learned a bit more about wolves. Or maybe what wolves are not maybe more specifically <laughs> yeah. when we're talking about portrayals yeah. of wolves in video games um maybe it's inspired you to play a few video games or maybe to not play certain <laughs> other ones um i will withhold my opinion on which ones you should or shouldn't play <laughs> I'll, I'll leave that up to you yeah um but thank you again for joining us um for episode three of the halliburton forest wolf center podcast yeah we'll see you guys next time all right
Hey, everybody. Thank you again for joining us on this week's Praising Wolves podcast. Marina and I are loving this project, and we hope you're enjoying these podcasts as well. Next week, we will be talking with Crystal from Speaking of Wildlife. She does an amazing job rehabbing wildlife at her facility and actually houses a wolf that was donated as a pup from our facility just a few years ago. So come join us on that podcast to learn more about where some of our wolves have ended up. Also, remember to hit that subscribe button if you have not already, so you can always stay up to date with these podcasts. Thank you again, and here is our very own pack to send you off on the rest of your day. Cheers!